ladies and gentlemen. Pay attention. This is your boy, the coach from the WWE. I would like to welcome you to the very first wrestling podcast in the world to take you on a weekly deep dive in the classic matches along with legends of the squared circle. Enjoy the discussion. Enjoy the back and forth. There's so much to get into. Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Payoff. Welcome to an all-new episode of The Payoff. I'm Tom. That's Jeff. Jeff, we're covering a simpler time in NXT. I, I, I love this era of NXT. I'm excited to cover this match. Um, why'd you pick it? Well, I had slated this one because uh, before we knew that the uh, king and queen of the ring would be no more, I wanted to make sure we were covering a women's match before that, and then they changed it on us. And so, uh, but didn't want to change this up. I feel like we've got, you know, Sasha's always in the news or Mercedes, whatever you want to call her. Just uh, no reason not to, in my opinion. I just think two of the best women out there. So why not cover it? Good. I'm I'm pumped to cover this one. I mean, we we know the story of these two, um, you know, yep. mega stars, two of the best women's talents, I believe, in the history of the business. Um, I'm I'm really excited for this one. Uh, Jeff, let's get right into the build. Oh, it's time for the build. So these takeover events, man, I, I feel like there was a stretch where I don't know how many years it was. It was a couple years where there wasn't a bad show. Mm. There arguably wasn't a bad match. The crowds yeah. were super hot. The matches were all great. This is that sweet spot um, in my mind. Uh, just fantastic. This was May 20th of 2015. So, gosh, eight years ago, man. Uh, we're at full sale, 400 fans. Just good setup, good crowd. Good everything, man. Really, really fun. Um, what a great era. The 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 you know talent was just stacked. Um, and uh, not just off stacked. the chart. Yeah, not just yeah. stacked as to who they are now, but stacked at the time. Like Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn were still awesome in this era. It wasn't like, oh, it's a young Kevin Owens. No, he was as good then as he is now. Um, mm -hmm. all right, so we start off with, and I didn't know this, so Dash Wilder and Scott Dawson were known as the mechanics. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Didn't know that. So, okay. They were at one point called the mechanics um, and they defeated the Vada villains uh, of Aiden English and Simon Gotch in a dark match. So the show Finn Balor defeats Tyler Breeze, uh, number one contender match for the championship. Bailey and Charlotte <laughs> defeated Dana Brooke and Emma. So gosh, they weren't even on the main roster yet. This is crazy. Baron Corbin's yep. going to defeat Rhino in seven minutes. Um, I, I liked Corbin better back then. I don't. I thought he was good in this era. Yeah. Lake yep. and Murphy are your tag champions. They're going to defeat Colin Cassidy and Enzo Amore, More uh, with Carmella. So, God, I love that presentation. I wish uh, Enzo wasn't such an asshole. Um, <laughs> that was in eight minutes. Then our semi-main events, the match we're going to cover, and then the main event. Um, KO Sammy, it went no contest in 13 minutes. You know, here at the payoff, we like decisive finishes. So, storyline standpoint, how do we get to um, these two women facing off 
for the NXT Women's Championship. Yeah, I got a bunch of notes, but we'll just we'll, I'll, I'll go brief on this one. They had a lot of back and forth like leading up to this match, plain and simple. That it was Bailey, Charlotte, Sasha, Becky. They were having constant matches. There was all kinds of things. There was heel turns. There was face turns. There was just all kind of stuff. We just recently covered on the payoff. Go back in the archives that Takeover Revival match. It was the Fatal Four Way between all of them. Really, you know, what it boiled down to was Lynch beat Bailey and Charlotte in a triple threat match to earn a match against Sasha uh, at this show after Sasha had the belt th- through the uh, fatal four way. And so um, there's almost too much to cover. Like we, you know, we had the area where, uh, you know, Banks attacking Bailey. And so that was her heel turn. You had uh, Banks as well, too. She beat Charlotte a couple times. She beat Alexa. You have this match. Match. Like there was just all kinds of stuff that they were having. You had, I had, you know, uh, Team Bay as well, too, best at everything, great team name. Um, you know, just all kinds of stuff, you know, with these guys were, or excuse me, these women working together. And so, um, yeah, really not much more else to say. They were having a lot of matches because they were the best that there was uh, in the women's division there. And so, why not let them keep having matches? You know, let's just get into it. Well, one thing I want to look at real quick. What was the date? Okay, so it wasn't. It couldn't have been long after this. They they all got called up in 2015. I'm gonna talk they, about it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. The big women's called. Okay. So that that's not too far from. I, I was just. I'm like, it has to be pretty soon. That it's they, about two months. Yep. Okay. Uh, and I, I will cover it. Yep. Got it. Good. Okay. All right. Let's get into this one. So we are at the um, one hour, fifteen minute, and thirty second mark. That's Jeff. When Jeff has to do a timestamps, he does those pesky little 30 seconds. I get those 30 seconds on here. Yep. One hour, 15 minutes, 30 seconds. Season two, episode two of the NXT takeovers. Jeff, are you ready? Yeah, let's do this. Let's do it. All right. It's time for the payoff. Oh, it's time for the payoff. That ultimate prize of being women's champion. All right. Who do we have on commentary here? Challenge you know? on your right with the fiery red hair. I will look. Sounds like Josh Matthews. I don't even know if he did NXT commentary. It just sounds like him. Take a look here. Yeah, see if you can find out. I I cannot find it. So the boss looks like the boss. Becky's got the super orange hair, huh? A little oranger than later on. This is pre-steampunk, Becky. Yes. God, you can just tell how good they were, man. And still are, but it's just so good. What what's what's going on with Sasha? You follow this closer than I do. Yeah. So it's super interesting. Like we're not seeing her in many matches because they just wrestle a different schedule in, in new Japan and stardom and all that stuff. And so, um, so you're not, they, they don't have a weekly show like we're used to. So, you know, you might see her once or twice a month, depending on what's going on, but that's it. And so, you know, that's all you're going to see. Now, I think that hold on, like, the walkout, Clarify something for yeah. me. They don't have weekly TV even in Japan. Yeah. I mean, they, they, just don't, they don't produce weekly TV there. 
There, there might be some shows, but it's not like we're used to with Raw and SmackDown. No. Okay, so they're so, not they're not doing a two hour show every Monday night in no. Japan. No. Okay. And so a lot of it is done like you see these press conferences, and so they'll do the press conferences. Yeah. There is a build for a lot of these things, but a lot of it is built on previous matches. Like, uh, you know, you see the press conferences are a really big deal to them. Like, I know we see AEW and WWE doing it now, but that was a long staple in New Japan and all that stuff. I think that obviously the walkout is true at this point. Like, she has signed other places. And so she was that unhappy. And so I think with some of, you know, if it's the rumors are to be believed and with Vince and stuff like that, I can't blame her. Like, and so, um, um, I think that uh, it's one of those like she will make a big name, bigger name for herself by leaving um, because the pop when she does eventually come back is going to be absolutely it's going to be Cody level. It's going to be insane. And so, yeah, I, um, I, had, I had no no um, ill will or or blame on her for leaving. I, I think it just makes a lot of sense. And you're right, man. When right. she comes back, Jesus. So I think that. Like you've got that going on. I think that, you know, she is she is signed over there and has been having matches. She's the champ over there right now as well, too, in, in one of the promotions. And so I think it's really just she needed to get away. I think that they they have found a home for her over there. I think that she will have some incredible matches with some of the the, the stars over there. Her first match was a little shaky. Her, her kind of second match got a lot better. Um, I get it. It's the nerves. Like, it's just how it is. Um, and just kind of developing a new character. That's, you know, playing it, you know, what it is. And so, um, yeah, I think it'd it be a couple years, I think, before we ever see her back in a WWE ring. I think it will be WWE over AEW, but it's still just crazy. Yeah, all of it. The The women's division seems to be really firing on all cylinders right now. Mm, yep. And where I think they're – what I'm really happy about is – and this is where I think they've lacked – is I don't feel like the women's division – prior to let's just call it prior to triple h okay i don't feel like the women's division had anything happening unless the raw or women's title was involved so like there was no hey these are you know this is you know trish and becky squaring off just for the hell of it because there's actually a storyline here and there's actually a build here. So like I like that. I I I want more of that. I want I don't want everything to have to be okay, well this is the champion on Raw, someone's going to challenge her and there's your program. Mm-hmm. Like I want the tag titles to mean something. I want there to be women's tag team champions. Yep. Yeah. I I I so I saw an interesting uh thing I post on Reddit the other day cuz it was talking about out, like Roman, it was after WrestleMania, and I just hadn't had a chance to talk to you about it. Like, it was one of those like wrestling fans nowadays would have lost their minds in the 70s and 80s when it comes to belt changes because they never changed. And so, when people get upset at these like long title reigns, like nowadays, like even as like what he's had it for you know, thousand days or whatever it is, like that's not a big deal. Like back in the seventies and eighties, like even as part of the nineties, like the belt never changed hands. And so I think that 
times have changed and so you kind of have to they're trying to get people over and stuff like that but i think it, it does kind of re- bring up some interesting points and with what you said too like you know there should be like and even i go back and forth i think there's too many belts to begin with but also like there isn't a whole lot of stakes with some of these things either unless there is a belt now do we get the occasional good matches and stuff? Yeah, absolutely. Without the title being in the picture, but also more, there's a lot of times too. Like I think like Bray and Seth were like the belt should never be in the picture. And so, um, yeah, it just, it just kind of crazy to me. And like, this is one I'm with you. I wish I just, I hope the draft helps. It sounds like there's going to be some call-ups. The tag titles could be a thing again. Um, I think that's part of why like Sasha leaving. I think they, you know, they were obviously promised the tag titles and then they just kind of got shit on. And so, um, yeah, I just, there's a whole lot at play there, but I, I definitely see where you're coming from. Yeah. I, I understand like the women's tag titles may not main event WrestleMania next year. Okay. I get right. that. But right. I feel like there's a happy medium where like, you can still make them mean something, you know, you have, geez, look at this arm bar or whatever holy it's shit. crazy yeah it's a hell of a match by the way there yeah a lot of a lot of good action yep and you watch this and you're like how in the hell were they not on the main roster right Here, here's another crazy thing how how are you still calling the main title the divas championship oh yeah it does you, yeah. you well i mean well for two reasons one is like okay maybe it's Time to call it the women's belt, like, right? Number two, in NXT, they called it a women's belt. Mm-hmm. So like, how how on the main roster are you not sitting there going, hey, maybe we shouldn't call them divas? Like, eh, maybe, like, I, you know, that's not like, I, I don't know. It's just crazy to think about how it took them so long. And it's not, I get it in the 90s when you said, hey, well, we didn't push women's wrestling because there was no women's talent in the world. That was actually true. There were like, 10 women in the world that wanted to wrestle. Okay. Mm-hmm. By this stage, you watch them and you're like, okay, how are we not like doing women's stuff? Like, mm-hmm. why are we doing divas pillow fights? You know, these women can fucking work. It just, it, yeah. took, it took them two things. It took them way longer than it should. Number two, Jeff is the way they did it with like oh stephanie mcmahon stepping up for the women like okay give me a break it was so i just thought that was so stupid whatever they were they were on the main roster it was great i just thought the way they presented it of like stephanie mcmahon standing there with them like we're gonna give these women a chance like let them just debut like you don't have to be a any you don't have to have your fingerprints on this at all i actually thought that hurt them to be quite honest well, uh, yeah, I think there's a few things here. I, I always like sharing that quote from Stephanie McMahon where she's like, philanthropy is the best PR. And so every time they do some of their philanthropy stuff, like she, you know, quoted as, you know, it, it trying to make them look good and stuff like that. But on the flip side, like, yeah, like it was while the fans wanted it organically, it was forced on them because fans were revolting. And so um, they had to do something about it, which we'll talk about in the aftermath here. They had to introduce the women. I think part of it is why you were bringing women in previous to this was not to have wrestling matches. It was to have brawn panty matches. Like that's just how it was. I think it has proven though, like especially some of the wrestlers that have had long longevity, like Trish can work. Lita can work like the Trish heel change or heel heel change, you know, a couple weeks ago is great. And so, and it, you know, it get, you know, 
while the retirement match, Charlotte, all that other stuff. Like, I get it. They got the itch. You see it all the time. Like, she wants to get back out there. I know Mickey James is hurt, but she, Mickey James has been extremely successful over an impact quietly. She just had to give up the belt last month or whatever it was because she was hurt. But like that's going over like Lita, like even like I get that that WrestleMania match may have protected them a little bit, but at the same time, I don't think they needed that. Like, and I think it speaks to they like, you know, some of the others, like, you know, uh, who was this guy, Kelly Kelly and, you know, some of these others, like they're getting in, like, I, I feel they were hired through diva searches. They were, they were models. They weren't wrestlers. And I get that now WWE is more built to have some of those people, it's great seeing like NXT nowadays. Like there's some people that I'm excited to see them come up and, and kind of what they do and things like that. But these were the, like these women, Sasha, Becky, all that, like they were the ones that really set the mold on this though. Like they were the ones that were, the, I, I think were, you know, changed the industry for really going out there and wrestling and doing this stuff. Not to say there weren't some before, but the overall culture didn't change until, they started going out and having these matches. And this was like, like I said, this was before the women's revolution. Oh yeah. And, and Jeff, I, so I, I look at when you, when you talk about women's revolution, evolution, women's wrestling, I look at this in phases. And so I don't point to, Oh, women's wrestling is what it is because of Charlotte or, because of Trish and Lita, I, I look at this a little bit differently, and I'm, I'm curious your take on this. So let, let's go back to, you know, at least in our lifetime, let's go back to the 80s and yeah. Sherry Martell taking these crazy ass bumps and showing a woman can be at ringside and, and yeah. add tremendous value to the product, right? And she obviously wrestled a little bit too. And then you think of like Miss Elizabeth and, you know, her contributions, mm -hmm. um, Medusa, Alondra Blaze. I mean, like I liked watching her as a kid and I, they, there wasn't much to do with her. But like when she was in the ring, I took it seriously and I was interested and I liked that character. Yeah, um, yeah. Sonny and Sable, you know, what they did, again, for women having a place on the card you know, and being a big part of it and selling merchandise and driving ratings. Um, China, you know, without China, you know, again, she was massive. Okay. Mm. And then you had the, the Trish and the Lita's and the Victoria's and the Molly Hall. I mean, you had these, all these women that, that worked matches, but you know, again, the, the booking was suspect and then you have this wave of women and everything they've done so i just think it all builds off of each other and you know how much of this hap does not happen without sunny and sable in china you know right i mean like are all these mm. women getting into the business is charlotte flair still want to be a wrestler so i just think it's very very interesting to go but man you know yeah we can all sit here and say Oh well, I I wanted women's wrestling forever, and I knew that they could were capable of this. You're 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 lying, okay? Because you just didn't know. But man, like you look at it now, and you're like, they do a Royal Rumble that I look forward to. They do yep. a Money in the Bank that I look forward. I mean, I love it, like genuinely, not because oh, it's the right thing to say, and oh, you should put women, you know, I, I, like it's really really good. Okay. And, you know, if someone said, oh, the WNBA is just as good as the NBA, 
okay, you know, like, you know, I know you can't say, oh, that's not true, but you just kind of nod your head. You know, anyone that says these women are putting on matches that are on equal, you're damn right they are. Charlotte Flair yeah. and Rhea Ripley was off the charts fantastic. Like, it's just, it, it to me, it's just so awesome what they're doing, not because people are trying to be politically correct, because it's just that good. And it's it's so awesome to see that. Yeah, well, and even to your point, like what the women's basketball championship did gigantic numbers, huge yep. numbers. Even I was watching it; like it was great. And so, oh, and you know who, and you know who the next the next big stars are are the uh, twin basketball players from Miami. The, the NIL stuff, yeah, they're going to exactly. be. Uh, they're, I mean, what whatever whatever the Bella twins were. Yep multiply it by 10 because well, these women have a following women's wrestling's way more popular wwe's hotter than it's ever been social media you know obviously gives a ridiculous platform these women are going to be massive stars once yep. they learn the business well and they just said they weren't coming back to focus on other uh, other endeavors like yep i know what that means like you're gonna go make money like yep and so it's interesting too and so i don't want to i don't want to give away too much on the air right now but i've been we talk about sasha being in new japan and stardom but and you say china china and i didn't know this until i saw a clip recently from a match she had a run in new japan in intergender matches and so like it there there's a, a clip of, oh jesus crazy fall there um it's one, but like, um, submission, submission, that's going to be it. Yep. It looks like, possibly, right? Yep. And there's the tap. Um, uh, real quick. Like, yeah. So that's something I'm digging into is like kind of some you of that. Not seen, you must have not seen the A&E documentary yet. I have not. No. Okay. They cover it in there. You got to okay. watch the China one. I mean, it's, it's a little gut wrenching because of, you know, some of her personal issues, but man, happened, yeah, they, yeah, they cover that. I mean, she looked like okay. a million bucks. Yep. She really did. So, all right. So that's uh, Becky tapping out to Sasha. Okay. Dude. Very good. Yep. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Let's get into the aftermath. Oh, it's time for the aftermath. Well, yeah, really good. We uh, I know we 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 talked through like <laughs> women's wrestling through the match, but we were watching it the whole time. Like there was not a down moment in that match, so there was some good reversals. There were some great moves. Sasha retaining, playing the heel character really well right now. Yeah, just really good stuff overall. What'd you think, dude? I, I like excellent. I mean, not that I'm like surprised, but that was fantastic. Yeah, it really was. And the we know finish, they would. The finish was great. You go on to have so many more matches. Yeah. That corner knees too looks brutal every time she does it. Yeah. So, um, so on this one, so yeah, like I'll tell you the other thing, Jeff, they're flying. Like they yeah. worked, I mean, they worked really, really fast. Like it was fantastic. Yeah. And they're selling like that is like Michael's level of like not crazy selling, but like selling for your opponent. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so yeah, as, as Tom talked about here and we've talked about through the man here. So it was actually Becky made her debut. It was July 13th, 2015. So about three months after this, um, along with Charlotte and Sasha, it was of course, Stephanie McMahon calling for the women's revolution after it was all the divas and stuff like that. Um, you had Lynch and Charlotte allying with Paige. And then you had uh, who they were feuding with Team Bella at the time, who was Elisa Fox and the Bella Twins. 
He had Banks uh, lining up with Naomi and Tamina. Um, and so the, all the teams having the brawl. If you remember, there was the weird period where they called themselves uh, the Submission Sorority. And then they found out that that was the name of an adult movie. And so they had to uh, change their name from the Submission Sorority to Team PCB of Becky Charlotte. Or excuse me, Paige, Charlotte, Becky. Um, good catch on that right away. Um, and so, yeah. But uh Lynch, we know what happened. We don't need to get into it. Like they had uh, th- that feud when they first debuted, culminated. It was actually SummerSlam. It was a three-team elimination match um, with Lynch per- Lynch pinning Brie Bella to win for Team PCB. Uh, Banks at the same time, though, she actually ended up dropping the title to Bailey, as we know Bailey kind of stuck around. We're kind of getting a uh, even. I, I still got the match on here. A little bit of a send off here for Becky. Yeah. Um, after losing, yep. Those were so fun, like the old send-offs. The send-offs, yep, absolutely. Alien stuff, like, and it was just, God, they just, they had it, they had it dialed in, man. I, I hope they can get back to it, I really do. But, man, they just had this shit so dialed in with, you know, where it fit on, hey, we want you to go to the main roster, and we're pulling for you, and you're one of our own, and, yeah. Yeah, no, and these are like these these were really great moments. Every once in a while, you get Triple H to walk out, or even like the whole locker room walks out if you really know they're leaving. And so, um, you don't know, if, you know, the send off. We didn't know at the time like they could have been talking about the women's stuff, but yeah. So, um, but overall, like I said, they ended up having this match. It was good. Banks eventually, or excuse me, yeah, Banks uh, beat Bailey. Of course, we had that thirty minute Iron Woman match as well too, um, which will you know we've got that. And so yeah, just really good stuff overall. So. So um, Sasha coming in at three on the PWI, Becky at 17. Um, right up on this one here, Becky Lynch for Sasha Banks for the NXT Diva titles. Uh, Becky had a cool new lock or look with orange hair and steampunk gear in all in all caps. Now, this was excellent pro wrestling and you should all see it better than anything at the pay-per-view three days ago, which was payback at the time. Sasha made her exit. Then they left Becky in the ring to soak up the standing ovation and the crowd sang her song. She was still sad, though, and her arm hurt. I watch wrestling because sometimes rarely I get to see stuff this cool four and a quarter stars. So, Tom, where are you putting this one? Dude, I, I eight and a half. Yeah. Match was great and kind of how it fits into history. I just I, I think fantastic. I too am gonna go an eight and a half. Only like it's hard because they did have so many good matches. There were so many points that you could say kind of springboarded the storyline or kind of what happened in the future, like just really great stuff. Like there's nothing to complain about here at all, which is why it's just really, really good. And so yeah, I'm at an eight and a half too. It's just it's zero to complain about. Yep. Good. Yeah, we both loved it, man. It was fantastic. Yep. So real quick, I want to remind everybody, of course, make sure you're checking out our sponsors, manscaped.com using that promo code payoff. You're getting 20% off and free shipping. They got all kinds of new stuff, whether it's the, the weed whacker, nose hair trimmer, whether it's the beard hair trimmer, you're trying to look good for summer, whether you want the old, you keep it OG, the lawnmower, just keep your balls looking good, whatever you need. Use that promo code payoff 
for 20% off and free shipping, everything in the store, whatever you're looking for. And then, of course, True Classic Tees, payoff 25. Makes sense. You're getting 25% off right there. Uh, everything in the store as well, too. Great stuff. Menswear, shirts, boxers, pants, like whatever you're looking for, hats, jackets. They got just about everything. Accessories as well, too. They've been adding. So make sure to check that stuff out as well, too. Um, and so, and that's True Classic Tees or trueclassic.com. Pay off 25, 25% off. Well, so Tom, let's send them home. I'm going home happy. Let's send let's send the fans home happy. Yeah, this was this was great. Another another fun one, man. Uh closing in on 200 of these. Having a blast. Let's do another 200. And uh, as always, we appreciate you listening. Uh hit us on social media. Let us know what you want to see. Let us know what you like and don't like. We appreciate you, and we'll see you next week on an all-new episode of the pair.